Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today's the first day of the rest of your life. And there's a reason you tuned in today because our time with Tracy is what you were supposed to hear. You know, like I met her because I was supposed to meet her and I always believe there's a reason. So Tracy, welcome to Boost Power Podcast. And I'm just going to have you introduce yourself because there's so many pieces to you that I don't want to mess up by only mentioning your millions of times in Forbes and only mentioning that you're an influencer and that you're a best-selling author. And there's so many things about you. (laughs) Tracy, take it away. Do your own style of intro. Um, okay, own style is, is really, I started a software company at the age of 19 in 1985. I uh, moved on to the internet in 1992 before it was the internet. And um, I've really been in technology my entire life. It, it's where my focus is. And, and more importantly, really empowering women in an entrepreneurial sense to, to, to kind of take control and create um, the freedom lifestyle uh, that you want. Um, and, and from that dynamic, I, I created a life with my husband and my three kids where I became a nine-time best-selling author. I've appeared on every major TV network, uh, spoken in 39 countries, which they traveled with me. We would, I would speak in um, Australia and we would stay there for a month. Um, and, uh, and so I had my kids in internet school before that became a trend uh, oh my almost gosh. 12 years later. You know, um, we really have lived the trends that are in place right now since 1994. Uh, When I moved my own company home, my husband was there and so were the three kids. It's really been a a whirlwind experience and and, uh, I, I constantly feel like I'm just getting started. Wow. Well, I thought I was cool because I've been in 20 countries and now I'm like, that is so not. It's not even 39. And then I thought I was so cool, but I went alone. I surely didn't drag my, uh, you know, now 18 year old, one child only. So, okay. So there's like 65 podcasts in that just open. Everybody who's like, what? There's more. So let's go back. So the one thing I'm always curious about is when you were growing up, so people look at you now, right? And you get the accolades and they go, okay, well, but it was such a piece of cake for her. You know, oh, "Oh, it's so easy. And she had money, but they make all this crap up about people like you or people like me, right? Oh, she's a big blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, no, she made macrame bead bracelets for six bucks and worked at McDonald's. So um, let's go back a little bit. So growing up, were you um, in an entrepreneurial household? Was it, uh, you know, tell me about the seeds, because I, that's what I like to talk about in the show, like the seeds that we can help others see in themselves, right? As they're on the path to even one of the things you've accomplished. So tell me a little bit more about um, growing up Tracy. Okay. So yeah, growing up, Tracy, I, I had brothers that were uh, like 11 and, and 13 years older than me. So I felt only child. And at the same time, I was striving for any piece of attention I could get from my two brothers, um, which never worked despite the, so there was this drive to be the best, be the straight A student, be the master athlete. Everything that I, I, I could do really, I think originally drove from that. Um, and so, uh, as far as though being entrepreneurial that, I mean, I was, uh, going to school, doing my thing and I decided I was going to be a computer programmer because my brother was right. I was like, okay, 
first, I do recognize that this is where the world's going. And secondly, you know, I, I have the ability to, to work in, in that environment because I, I, you know, let's say pretty good IQ. So, um, I, so you're I a go, smarty. Okay. Claim yeah, it. A little bit of smart. Claim, you're smart. Yeah. A little bit of a smarty. A little bit and, of smarty. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I decide I go into that field in school, right? I started in high school on bubble cards, like way, way back. And oh, I, in, basic, in the mainframe, man. Right? Basic computer <laughs> language, you colored in the bubbles. Yes, And you yes. put the cards in. I was with you, honey. We must be the Exactly. So there's the beginnings, right? So then um, I go into college and I'm uh, about to graduate, right? And again, I've been accelerated. So that's why I started a company at the age of 19. I already had high school credits when I was in middle school. It's kind of that like that. So uh, there I am about to graduate early <laughs> from, from college. And um, it was an unbelievable switch in everything. And that was uh, uh, one of my college professors pulls me over. He ran the business piece of uh, uh, one of the classes that we had as part of my, you know, 14 computer languages, that was the other half. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he says, what are you going to do? And I said, oh, I'm going to go to Toronto. I'm going to be a computer programmer. And he said, oh, no, you're not. He said, you are dynamic. You're a leader. People listen to you. You're outgoing. You're an entrepreneur. And that was like, uh, like, never had I seen that. My mom stocked shelves. My dad was a factory worker. There was none of that um, in our household. There was no drive in that capacity, no models, mentors. I never even knew what an entrepreneur was at that moment. It never occurred to me that people were running their own business because I was going for the job. Yeah. And, and crazy. So there, there's that sentence to me. And I, I remember saying to him, what's an entrepreneur? And he said to me, all you need to do is find a need and fill the gap. And I had created my company in a matter of weeks before I even left college at that moment. Wow. And so I hear your accent because I have some very good friends that are north of the border. So yeah. was this all happening in Canada? It was all happening in Canada. At that time, I was in Burlington, Ontario, and right. uh, then moved to course to Toronto. Yeah, well, shout out to all the Canadians because I tell yeah. you, I love you and your people. Yeah, um, my, yeah, we got my, my best friend, Chris, up in Edmonton, and we spent many, oh my many God. times running around like Thelma and Louise in a convertible, driving have, all over Alberta. We have and, tons uh, of family in Alberta, and my family is all in Nova Scotia right now. Yeah. Well, my family's from Clarks Harbor, Nova Scotia. Wow. Well, we're Mahone Bay. Oh, that's so <laughs> wild. Yeah, because I have a McKinnon. And okay. it was the first woman mayor of Clarks Harbor, Nova Scotia, nice. all the way that. in the Wayback Machine. So that's another love podcast. That. But anyway, okay. So so I love and and everyone listening, this is why you're listening because this moment, yeah. you know, are you the person that is speaking into someone else's life? Are you right. someone that said to the young Tracy, "Hey, I see this in you," and it was that incredible awakening for her maybe you are that person that is mm. in the world to recognize in others greatness you know and just to push them down a path um, because I was the opposite my dad was so entrepreneurial that we were in the basement working on the books right and nice. so I started a business in fourth grade I'm like am I old enough to write it down let's sell some yeah. my on. kids did too because they had that right they so go that back to generation mom. they started their first company at the age of 12 yeah well, so okay so you're rocking you're young 
you just say, yeah. oh, I didn't know. And let's go figure it out. And you had yeah. your smarts and you had your get up and go. And so then how did you get a nice girl like you? How did you get from that first company? You know, now you here are living in the United States, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. On the West yeah, Coast. Yeah. And um, yeah. so tell us a little bit, what was that transition? How did that go for you? Well, I mean, that's a big gap, right? So I'm yeah. running the software company in 2006 is when I make the full switch to internet marketing and I are 2000 and yeah, 2006, I guess. And that's where I was like, I have to be in the U S because Canada was sleeping, very conservative. Internet was not rampant yet. Everything was happening in the U S. So at that time I'm flying, I was flying back and forth. And I remember flying back from one of my trips and I said to my husband, we're moving to the U.S. I, we, I can't do this right now from here. If I need to make, um, you know, if I need to, to do what I need to do, I'm going to have to be down there. And so that's exactly, you know, the transition we started. Uh, I, you know, at first he said, like, no. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> there's no. a whole story on that one. <laughs> but, another podcast we will hear about the no. On that moment. Uh, but needless to say, I won. And we ended up down here in the U.S., And that was an absolute catapult for me. I get down here, I see the gap. I did exactly what the entrepreneur told, what my business teacher told me to do, find a need and fill the gap. And so I see the need is the fact that there is no path, right? Everyone says, oh, if you do eBay, if you do this, if you do AdSense, you'll be, you know, a millionaire. And what they never told you was the 20 steps before and the 15 steps after. And again, computer brain. I was also a certified management accountant. So, you know, I got another designation while I was running my business. And so I'm looking at the linear path saying I need to put a sequence, a blueprint in place because I love formulas and I love a place you can walk. And that's what I did with this book called 31 Days to Millionaire Marketing Miracles. That was my first book. Went to number one on Amazon. And and that was the cascade. I'm going also back to 2006 on Amazon. There is no PDF books. There's no Kindle. There's no social media. There's no, there's buy 5,000 books and put them in your garage. Oh my gosh, the old days, I know. And so that's where it began. And then, of course, the book became like the Bible of the Internet uh, for like three years. It sat on the top three percent of of, uh, Amazon. And when that book launched, so many people came to me and said, can you coach me through the book? Can you take me through this process of, you know, first you do this, you find your target market, you do a landing page, you build your list, you, you know, et cetera. Right. Right. Um, and so I do that and I make, you know, six figures in three months after just starting this new company in the U S and that's when the world internet summit, uh, calls me world's largest organization. Um, and they say, I've won new internet marketing success of the year. First woman to win that they fly me all expenses paid from California to Singapore to appear on my very first stage ever in front of 3,400 people, launches a career, a speaking career I can only dream of, and, and you know, a thousand pieces in place of that. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have goosebumps on my goosebumps. Like if we were doing the video, because you and I can see each other, I have goosebumps on my goosebumps. Well, you know, that is like, I would call that the Cinderella story. It's a Cinderella story. The in shoe fit, yeah. you found the need in the marketplace but you put your head down and you did the hard work. You know, I think so many people that I meet are like, yeah, I want to be super successful, but I don't work evenings and I don't like to work weekends and I don't want to, you know, and I'm thinking like, well, it's so funny because I 
Yeah. <laughs> I um I've been an entrepreneur since I was born and I always am just kind of paying attention to having fun alongside of doing, you know, doing good work in the world. So okay, so then you're launched, you're mm-hmm. living in California. That's where you moved, right? That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um and then this thing is big. So did you turn, and this is, you know, my fascination. Oh, we're going to have to go to break. See, I'm so into this. I'm missing my break call. I, I'm on the edge of my seat because I, inquiring minds have to know you're listening to Tracy's amazing journey. We're going to break. I'll be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Hey, we're back on Boost Power Podcast, and now you know why. Because when you make up stories in your head, like everything doesn't happen like fast, it can happen fast. But as you're listening, as Tracy's telling us her story, it wasn't because she was eating bonbons. It was because she did the hard work. She put the company in place. She saw an amazing niche. She was in early and she used her talents, her time and her tools and her talents to make a way that was replicable that she could coach, she could teach, and she could speak about. So now we've got her on the stage in Singapore and we all want to know, was it fun? Was it scary? I've actually spoken in Singapore and they all speak English and there's lots of shopping. So yes. I can oh, it was fantastic. They have this awesome night zoo. Um, I they have that night zoo and they have that cable car yes. thing that goes way up to the top. Exactly. It's spectacular. I loved Singapore. So yeah, Pierre, my first stage, I am not nervous. And that's where I got the bug to speak, right? All of a sudden I get off stage. I'm rock star. 200 people literally pin me against the stage. In fact, the next speaker is supposed to come on. They have to move me and these people out of the uh, convention, which is why the World Internet Summit then picked me up to be a speaker on their speaker circuit, me and 15 men. I was the first woman to penetrate that marketplace and go worldwide with the guys um, and take them on head to head on the stage. That's how I became a master platform speaker. Um, and so that was my journey during that time. And it was spectacular and it was, but it was hard. And it was, I literally have flown to to Australia for a weekend. You know, there was more time in flight than there was on the ground because of schedules and, and, and all of this, but it was, um, you know, exciting, spectacular. You could earn six figures in, in 60 minutes from the stage. Um, it was, uh, absolutely a blowout time. It was awesome. Right. And you, from what my homework is, so from this, you know, you developed not only that first book, but you developed all these nine bestseller books, and then you have coursework with them and you have coaching. Did you, and I didn't see this, but this is just a question. Did you make a coach, the coach program? Did you make a, you know, way to do the Tracy way, or did you never go down that road? You kept it back to buy my programs, buy my video programs. Did you keep the coaching on you or did you train trainers? No. Yeah. I've never trained trainers. Um, yeah, it has, it has only kind of been my, my coaching, despite the fact that there is a pro program or protocol you could follow. Um, yeah, so I didn't take it down that path. It really went from, you can do anything from a $7 course up to a hundred grand. If you want me as like a co-CEO. Um, and that's the, that's the range of services that over time, um, I have, uh, certainly offered. <laughs> nice. And that's such a good idea. The co-CEO, you know, yeah. because wow. I mean, 
I think it's so fascinating in the marketplace. The old way was right. There was a job and then a person got in a job. And now it's so fun that there's job shares and there's such innovative consulting relationships and you don't have to have a marketing officer that's in your company. You can mm -hmm. have the best brain in town and the best brain in the country and the best brain in the world. Uh, yeah, it's so much more fun. Okay, so mm -hmm. now we're fast forwarding. So you've been doing this for a while and it's huge and I studied you and I what I really wanted to call you out for is also giving back mm -hmm. and doing philanthropy because I'm so, you know, that's what I'm all about, all up, all about, all about. Mm -hmm. Do good, have fun. That's what right. we're saying. And that brings together business. It brings together personal. It brings together service. So tell us about your philosophy about philanthropy, especially your um, give back trips, because I'm personally very interested. Yeah. So, I mean, philanthropy is at the undercore of uh, everything. There's two, there's two core operating systems I run on, if you would call it that. One, of course, is philanthropy, which is the give back. The other is the spiritual umbrella, right? Everything I operate comes through um, spirituality. Uh, and I'm kind of the vessel, if you want to call it that. Um, and so it's, uh, that's, that's how I operate. So I've always had, even in my early software days, there was a 10% uh, give back to a charity if, that I would choose every single month. Um, and that's, we're going back to, you know, 1985. And so I just carried that philosophy along to the point where, of course, I have my own 501c3 now for empowering women, um, you know, particularly those that, um, you know, can't afford business courses and, and things of that nature. And then, um, then the inst instigation of the give back trips, which was, um, uh, you know, a, a series of, of uh, where you go to a place like, like Vietnam, you uh, teach the business entrepreneurs there, you create a relationship, you empower them. And then at the same time, you see the sites and then you explore and then you give back. And the give back is, Everybody from the conference goes and we help um, who, you know, places we cho choose, whether it's an orphanage, a senior's home, a church, and we just ensure they have food, supplies. Um, there's a book that I distribute called The Way to Happiness. And that is, you know, it's just 21 precepts on, on how to live uh, your life and, and be the best you. And so that's really that activity that started to unfold um, as part and parcel of where I wanted to go. And had COVID not hit or had the pandemic not hit, that was the trajectory I was on to make it all about really almost, almost the give back trips concept. Wow. Well, it, you know, you and I um, were accidentally living parallel lives because we went to three continents before COVID to interview mm -hmm. great women and met with the mayor of Accurary, Iceland and her best girlfriends mm -hmm. to have these pods, right? And we gathered socks and gave them back in Sydney and I climbed the Sydney Harbor Bridge and then the COVID made everybody yeah. stay home. So this, you know, I know we wanted to talk about prosperity and I kind of felt like we were talking about prosperity because we're really seeing your career, your trajectory for that. But um, so tell me about in all this, I know you're super passionate about people having prosperity. And so just tell everybody a little bit about your philosophy about that. 
Well, generally, um, I, I determine prosperity as kind of somebody that has the ability to deliver from their overflow so that it prevents them from constantly emptying their cup, leading to exhaustion, overwhelm, and frustration. That's my idea of prosperity. Um, because if you start with your you, your self-care, your, your, your needs, it's easier to give, give, and give, right? Um, and, and really, that's how, I, that's how I kind of run that. And then, and then I just look at other factors that how do you focus on certain factors to create that type of life for yourself? And, and more importantly, how do you create that freedom lifestyle? Because it is by design. Nothing that happened in my life uh, was arbitrary in most, no, most cases. I've had those beautiful breaks, as we'll call them. But in, in essence, um, you know, in 1994, when I pulled my entire family home and said, we're now doing this as a, you know, we're, we're creating this new family har harmony, um, and they hadn't even been born, that was a conscious choice, and as was moving to the U.S., as was, you know, moving to internet marketing from corporate and serving women entrepreneurs. And so you build the lifestyle by design by first, of course, knowing what you want and then working your way back. Yeah, I really hear that. And I think if everybody's listening, this is why, again, you heard this podcast. It's because it's people, I always ask people, what is it that you want? And then more people say, well, if they start with, well, I know it might be trouble. And I always say, when you get clear to what mm -hmm. you want, then the universe can deliver it. That's because right. you can't put in an order when you're not writing it down and you're not saying what you want. And yeah. so many times when people, we do a lot of vision boards and I teach vision board classes. And when someone writes down there, it's time to get the relationships of my dreams or it's time to do that. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, then they go, it's amazing, right? This one girl cut out a picture of a rock star diamond ring and put it on a vision board five years ago and put it under her bed and her now husband then fiance went under the bed, found the vision board and bought that ring. Nice. But you know, cause she wrote it down and she yeah. got it out. Yeah. So I totally get that on the page. Well, I know you've changed some things, but I'm not living in life because of COVID. This is an evergreen podcast. And many of us in 2020 went through quite an interesting year of transformation, mm -hmm. but it always does bring opportunity. And yeah. I know you're taking a leadership role in a new company called Be Connected. And I just wanted you to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of why somebody like you would focus, because this is, again, the big picture, why you took yep. your one style career. And is there still room to have the Tracy part two? Because I want to go with you on your trips next year. Okay, yes. go back to so Be Connected. Yes, there, there is definitely room for both. One is not meant to uh, replace the other. So uh, what, uh, what has occurred in my lifetime is very um, important junctures where, where I do a full reassessment about where I am, what I'm doing, and am I on target? And, and one of the, the situations where that occurs is in a situation where COVID hit, right? And the pandemic. So I was like, okay, message received business goes down to ground zero. And then I build in, what do I want my next phase of this business to look like? I get rid of stuff that's not serving. I move forward to the stuff that is. So in that moment, as I'm really reevaluating everything, even though I have a fully online company, I could have changed nothing, continued on everything the same, but I knew I needed to do it um, simply to open for opportunity, right? This was a, a big universal um, reset. 
So I was like, okay, I will, I will do that. I will play your game. Right. And sure enough, I got a phone call and that phone call was, um, we want to position you as a power coach on this new platform called be connected. And I was like, um, you know, what is it? They described that, you know, Be Connected uh, contains a connection generator. It's a dating app algorithm that matches and it's got user. It's spam free. They went through the whole thing. And I was like, I am in. I have waited 35 years for those sentences to be said to me because um, I've been seeing the ground floor of you know, billion dollar unicorn startups all over the place. And I could never get my foot in the door because it just, I was probably not open to it. So the opportunity didn't come until I was. And so sure enough, in it came when I saw this entire structure plan company unfolding, I was in heaven. I, and I said to my husband, who of course is my business partner, you're going to have to run the company right now. I hand uh, InnerSurf off to him, which is my company, and we have staff anyway. I can still, of course, play my role, which is the visionary in, in, in that. I, I had already set it up in that way anyway. So um, sure enough, I pour all into all, you know, both feet off the ground into this new company. And um, as a result of really, because I wasn't much and they approached me then again, you know, a couple of months into it and said, we want you to be the um, executive vice president of marketing. When they saw what I did in the world, when they saw what I was, the ideas I had for Be Connected just because I was giving them and I was so excited about the concept, I wanted to accelerate the launch of it. Um, and sure enough, so they pulled me on for that. And in September, we launched uh, to 24 countries. We're now in 37, just a few months later. And um, I, I 100% believe this is one of those platforms that's going to change how people interact um, uh, online. Well, you know, again, as people are listening and you're, you're putting yourself in these shoes, you know, I think one of the big things Tracy just said is she had to make room for the opportunity, many of us fill our plate and the plate is full. And then we go around and complain, we're so busy and we don't have time to think, we don't have time to breathe until you do. Mm -hmm. Until you just stop and take a breath and then say, okay, big God, what is it? Mm -hmm. And they say, well, you've been doing all that homework. Look over here. Look at this chance to serve. Look at this place to lead. Look at this place where um, I noticed in your platform, what I was so excited about is 10 years ago when I was starting Global Sisterhood Story Network before it turned into Global Sisterhood Network, mm -hmm. we said, and then we'll raise $10 million and then we'll build this platform. And, you know, it's just all like, I, no, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. That's just not the road I want to take. I can't do that. I'll have to wait around till I get plugged into somebody else's Right. big technology dream and yes. then I can do my dream yes, which is you the can. connection the That's entrepreneurship right. the service yes. the trips yeah yep. and I can yeah, just play exactly. alongside and I don't have to have the ego in it like it, it I'm not like oh me I'm more like yeah. we exactly. I love the global we you know That's it's right. like awesome sauce so I'm so happy that uh be connected yeah. was the way we came together well will mm -hmm. you tell everyone how to find you um because you know, you can give them both contacts, your Be Connected contacts, but also give them your regular World of Tracy contacts. And then we're going to do the surprise pick a card from the card oh, yeah. deck because that's well, how we end. 
so, get uh, in, to get in touch with me is easy. You see my name there. Put that on the end of any social media platform. Put a dot com on it. You've got me. Okay. Okay, but say it out loud because this is audio. So it's Tracy Repchuk. Oh, right. Tracy Repchuk, T R A C Y R E P C H U K dot com. And you can also put that on the end of any social media platform, winwithbk.com, if you want to check out the platform that we are so excited about. We're uh, building, um, you know, even Betsy and I are playing on, on here because it was the reason, and she brought it up, was it's got, it became bigger than me. When I was at that juncture, when I heard the what this is, it became much bigger than me. My goal, just like Betsy said, I could not accomplish it uh, in the in the structure and the infrastructure that I was in, I too had to be a part of something bigger, and that's exactly what happened with uh, with the Be Connected. Well, and I love not giving our greatness away to LinkedIn and Facebook. <laughs> no offense, but you know, if we're going to build businesses, then yeah. let's build businesses with other entrepreneurs that are building businesses, yeah. and not build businesses like content and greatness inside a public platform that some large corporation owns us and owns all of our people. When Facebook changed the algorithm and after I had a million dollars invested in my network and I couldn't get to my people and people said to me, did you close? And I was like, what are you talking about? We can't find you on Facebook. Yeah. And I, I, and I had no recourse. I had no recourse because I built like we all did you know, built our businesses and we built our networks on Facebook. And then all of a sudden other women's groups are in my feed. How convenient that they're selling ads into my people that I brought together for them. Yes. And, and well, it's the, it's the warning actually I've had for the last 12 years. I have said social media owns you, owns your business, owns your leads. And that's why you have to drive to the landing page. That's why you have to build your own list. Your list is the asset and you need to run it um, uh, you know, you, you need to use social media as the feeder system for your own company, not the destination. I know all of you are saying like, couldn't you just keep Tracy on for like a binge, like a year of podcasts? Yeah. I will negotiate that with her after and see if I can get her to give you a year of podcasts. But right now I'm going to do a, um, this is one of my first card deck. It's called the dream big, live big card deck. Okay. So it's my early yes. one. So if you were with me in person, you would draw it, but I'm going to draw it and you're going to see it before me. Oh, okay. Free and this flight. one's called Free Flight. Where are you soaring? Of course, you are. where are you soaring, Tracy? I am soaring to the edge of the universe. This is this platform, this this whole venture, which will help to fund, like you're saying, all of the um, humanitarian efforts I want to do. All of the I I have trips, conventions, everything continuing planned for give back trips, um, and so to ensure that. You know, as we are blessed, we bless others. And as we are empowered, we empower others. And when we all do this, we're, we're so going to be able to um, become self-sustainable regardless of economic um, boundaries. Well, you can't get much better than that. I tell you. Well, this has just been a joy. I am so honored and privileged uh, to know you. I just think there's a reason I think that if I knew you um, in February, you would be in the stew book, Smart Talk Exceptional Women. I would have begged you to write a thousand word essay like I begged my 62 other sisters, but you could just be in the stew too, because so many people now that read that book are calling me and saying, well, I have a story for the stew. And I'm thinking like, Perfect. 
oh, okay. <laughs> I've just put this one out in the world. Um, it's just a joy to know you. I look forward to connecting on many, many levels. And all of you, you're listening to Boost Power Podcast. And we just want to give you a place to plug in, right? To plug into the stories of real women that maybe you see them on TV, maybe you see them in the newspapers, maybe you see them in the world and you make up a story called They Are Not Me. But guess what? They are. We are all gifted. We are all the same. But we learn from Tracy that just doing her homework and being a smarty and going into a field where women were probably, you know, very little seen in early computer technology mm -hmm. and languages and bubble dot cards because we must be the same age because that's what I had in college. Um, and then there's the day. And then there's this, the limelight says, Tracy, you're going to serve bigger and she's on a stage and you're going to serve bigger and she's leading an international platform and you're going to serve bigger and take trips around the world where you can educate and inspire. So it has been more fun for me than even all of you guys listening to get to interview Tracy today. Please share Boost Power podcast and go and listen to us on any of your favorite platforms. Subscribe so you know that we have a weekly episode every week to boost you up and empower you. This is your host, Betsy Wiersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.